Welcome to Heart Center Conversations. I'm your host, Jennifer Martin. I created this podcast to have real conversations with real people about what they are doing in the world, how they're showing up and how they're living from their heart center. So if you like this podcast, send me a comment, send a like, send to your friends and enjoy this episode. Okay, so welcome to Heart Center Conversations. This episode, this session, I'm so excited about. Um, So I have Siobhan Liu, who does breath work, and this has been my most anticipated, (laughs) so I was telling her earlier that I'm just so excited for me, for my own self, um, (laughs) to have this conversation with you. So welcome to my little podcast. Heart Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, let's just get started with you telling us about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm originally from Scotland, um, but I've been living in Australia for the past, um, coming up 12 years now. Um, and I moved to Australia to become a sports coach. Um, and that was kind of my initial work here. Um, I was in this sports coaching industry for like 15 years or something Um, and then met my partner we did a lot of traveling Um, and then I went to Bali where me and him were kind of managing a gym there I got introduced to breathwork meditation (laughs) I did one session it completely blew my head Um, and as soon as I got the session I was like why does no one know about this and then I went and did the training with David Elliott in New Mexico. Um, and then we um, but had to get the visa. So came back to Melbourne and brought this work back to Melbourne. And ever since then, so that was two years ago now, I've just been doing it um, in person. And then obviously because of lockdown, we, I had to move online. Um, and now I'm back to doing both, which was amazing. I actually had my first in-person session last night. I saw that. Just- it was incredible. So I'm actually still like buzzing from that session. So it was, yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So, so my mini journey. <laughs> yeah. But it, two years. So it's just been two years. Yeah. So are you yeah. still doing like the sports coaching and sports training? No, no. no. Breathwork takes up. No, I, I shouldn't say takes up because I'm obsessed with it. But breathwork, um, I spend my time um, doing breath work. So yeah, I really yeah, love it. That is awesome. So I just want to tell everybody how I found you because it would be yeah. that this little Kansas girl would be talking to them <laughs> in Australia. But I too had my first breath work session probably three months ago, maybe. Um, and just blew my mind. Um, and I've been teaching yoga and, you know, meditation and Reiki and all of this for you know a little while now and um, I've known about breath work because I was introduced to it from someone like maybe a year a year and a half ago and I tried to do it on my own Mm -hmm. couldn't do it so I was going to someone that was helping me with some trauma issues that I had and and in that she was like we're gonna do a breath work and I was like yes I'm so excited I'm so nervous I'm so excited I can't wait yeah. For me, I've always known that um, the stuff that I hold on to is so deep that even trying to let it come out, it just wasn't, you know, I was trying yeah. all these different techniques and nothing was getting released. And when I did that breathwork session, it freaking blew my mind. So I too got done and I was like, oh my God, I have to do this. So I started like looking up everyone and it was so similar to the, the woman I found, Amy Kurtzke. Kurtzke. Oh, I think I've actually also, heard of her. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. also studied with David Elliott. And so, yep. Yep. Yeah. So I found her who taught her David Elliott. So I got on YouTube and David Elliott and I found you because <laughs> <laughs> you so were funny. in training. And so I was like yeah. watching all the videos, just watching everything. And I was just like, okay, so I've signed up for David Elliott's training, which starts in February. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited for I'm, you. I'm 
so excited. I'm you're gonna have the best time. Is it online or are you doing it in person? It's oh, online. it's online. Okay, that's all right. You're still doing it. And is it level one you're doing or I'm gonna do all four levels. Like level Perfect. one is in February, two yeah. in March, three in April, and then four in June. And so I wasn't Amazing. even gonna go in person um, because he mm -hmm. wasn't offering an online for level mm -hmm. four yet. But then he said I'm going to offer a level four, which is great for me because I'm like, it saves me money, you know, being in Kansas and all, but so I'm so excited. I cannot wait. And I want to talk more about your experience. So you said mm -hmm. like the first time you did it, it would just like blew your mind. What was it about that first breathwork session that was so profound for you? Um, probably the physical sensations that I was experienced during it. Um, I was like, how, like, this is going back to my very first session. So my train of thought then is very different to how it is now. Um, but the first session I was like, why is my body doing this? Why am I getting all these realizations? Why are all these messages coming through to me? Um, and as soon as I finished, I felt like I lost pain. I'm like, what happened? I felt like my whole headspace cleared, um, my body had kind of cleared out. So it just felt, um, yeah, it completely changed my life. And as soon as I kind of came to the Shavasana at the end, it was, it just came straight through to me that I needed to share this with everyone I knew because I just couldn't believe I'd never heard of it before. Um, and that one session just completely, well, the first three sessions I'd say completely changed my whole life and my whole kind of where I was going with my life. Um, to yeah so I just wanted to share it with everyone because it's just I mean it's your breath it's so crazy and it's so powerful so yeah and that's why when I did the recordings on YouTube I thought hey I might just record my experience because this is going to be so hard for me to explain to people because I still do find it challenging to explain to people um so I'm going to record my journey um to ensure that people understand where I'm coming from they know I've done the training I've been on the training you know, they know how I've changed throughout the training. And that's kind of how, that's why they were on YouTube. And I've just done that ever since. So every time I kind of do a breathwork session, um, I try and share it with my community and we have a little like Facebook group and stuff. And yeah, I just, it's, it's really powerful um, to kind of share your story as well. So people, um, you know, so people have an idea of how it works because it's so new here in Australia. Um, I think I was the first person to bring it to Australia. I'm sure there's more people doing it now, um, but no one had any idea what this type of breathwork is. So right. you know what right. breathwork was, but like David Elliott's is, is a different style. So yeah. So yeah. Is it, has it, do, have you done other breathwork? Um, I've done things like box breathing and okay. like following the breath. I've done yoga, um, but nothing like this. And it was funny because when we first did the session, um, it kind of got explained to us. I was like, cool. We're just going to like standing in a circle and breathing and it'll be fun. Cause I was like, I meditate every day, you know, I was just expecting it to be this like fun, relaxing meditation. And afterwards I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I've been teaching yoga since 2008, and in the last five years, have really focused on trauma-informed yoga. Oh, so lovely! All about you know what happens to the body when we have, you know, a, a trigger when we are mm -hmm. um, activated, and so mm -hmm. I have been teaching for the last five years, you know, to deactivate the body, right? To like get the body in this parasympathetic system and mm -hmm. and then now I'm in this breath where I'm activating the system and it's mm -hmm. like shit what and so I have a lot of friends who are yoga instructors and one dear friend of mine that as soon as I um had the session I like said you have got to do this and I showed her yeah. the breath and she was like she said nope I'm not gonna do that <laughs> I mean, really yeah because she's just so like I tried it and you know just a little snippet of it and it's just like she was like I could feel myself getting activated and so we just spent the whole week together last week and so she's like I I'm not like I'm going through training so you're gonna have to do this like I'm not gonna force you but yeah <laughs> so she's slowly, I need to practice <laughs> she's slowly getting to that point where like 
okay. And I was trying to explain to her why I liked it so much. And it was because, you know, like your body just does what it does and what it needs to do. And with my mind, that is one that stuffs and kind of holds things in. I'm not allowed to do that in this breathwork session. Yeah. 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 It's very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. I am so excited. So tell me about your training because I did listen to your very first podcast with you were telling the story and you said that right after you kind of went and found David Elliott, um, yes. the person that you did training or did the breathwork session with, she was also trained by David. Yeah. She was also trained by David as well. Um, okay. yeah. And then I asked her where she did her training. Um, and then immediately I just looked up David Elliott and I was like, Oh, Hey, we have like this kind of, tra- this kind of five-year travel plan, which didn't happen. Um, we'll just include New Mexico in that. Um, but we had to come back to Melbourne for visa reasons with my partner, which was kind of a blessing. So we came back to Melbourne and then I flew out to New Mexico by myself and, and did the training. Um, and then, you know, kind of came back and, and that's when I started doing it. But yeah, the training was, and that was another like life-changing session. I was like, okay, like I've done some breath work. Um, you know, I feel like I've, I've brought stuff up, but the, the training was, you know, way more intense. And obviously we were breathing every single day and we were kind of switching and taking turns and, um, you know, learning all about the energies, the different parts of the body that are activated during breath work and why, um, and just really watching the body and watching other people breathe, um, was just like a massive learning curve, just seeing the breath and seeing how the body changes. Um, and also just bringing up all our stuff you know like we had to be kind of empty vessels so we could hold space and facilitate for other people so just you know each day was like something new and something we were working on and something we were bringing up and um I don't want to spoil it for you (laughs) but you know we're just bringing up all our stuff so it was um that was kind of each how each day went and yeah we formed like a really close bond as a group because you know we were all healing together through that space and through that group and we got time at the end to integrate and and it was just really nice breathing every day like just going through those kind of days of of really getting stuck into breath work and journaling and talking you know um it was yeah it was definitely life-changing so but I I didn't want to you froze on me say that again oh it froze it did (laughs) no oh where did I get to (laughs) you were saying something just there at the very end Oh, I was just saying, I just, I didn't want to leave. Like I didn't uh, want to leave the course at the end. It was just so lovely and, and beautiful going through that work. It was, it was, yeah, we just got really close to everyone. It was really hard to kind of, to leave it, but yeah. It yeah. Was a, I think, a, I think that's the thing that I will um, probably miss the most. You know, I'm glad that I, I get to have it accessible to me, but yeah. Yeah. Having that, that connection with the people and, and David and, and that. So do you, did you find that there was like one thing that just kept coming through for you? Um, in terms of like through my breath work or, mm-hmm. uh, oh no, there was like a million things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. many things like lots of, um, like my main things I kind of, um, and this is how I create my classes. Cause, um, as David will explain in the course, you kind of attract similar people. So people that are, are kind of going, have gone through, are going through the same kind of things of you. So for me, it was a lot of inner child healing, a lot of heartbreak um, and boundaries around like kind of family stuff. So that was my three, I'd say main things. So that's, that just kept coming up for me in the breath work. Um, and that's how I, I kind of, work through my classes now because everyone that comes in it's it's really cool they when they come into the circle it's like oh me too you know we're all very similar yeah um and that's just kind of the energy with with breath work so yeah I feel like th- those were my main things but so many other things, too. So many other things. oh I can't <laughs> yeah. wait so yeah. then when you got done with training and you went back mm-hmm. to Australia so did you just jump right in and just start teaching yeah 
I did. I, I kind of, I reached, it was funny. I actually reached out to a heap of yoga studios in Melbourne. I was like, oh, I'm a sports coach. Like I have contacts. They'll let me do it. And they all actually said no. And not in a mean way. They're just like, well, they didn't know what it was. Um, they didn't have space or they, they didn't need me there. And I just assumed that I was like, someone will say yes, but no one did. Um, so I was like, fine, I'll do it myself. So I opened, um, which it was, I, I don't have it anymore, um, called the Breathwork Shed. And it was literally a shed. It was a warehouse in the city. Um, and I, I just set it up myself and people came and, and that's when I kind of started um, advertising um, through like Instagram um, and trying to get people into it. And as soon as I got the first couple of people and then obviously they tell people, um and like as you know that first session is kind of life-changing so you know they will tell a friend and then they come back and and do the session as well so that's how kind of the shared run yeah I love the name of that yeah so like organic yeah it was it was funny because it was just a shed um and I think one of us said are we going to like the breathwork shed and I was like oh wow so do you prefer That's awesome. Oh, that just cut out there. Sorry. What was that? <laughs> do you do individual like people and then you also do groups? Yeah. So now um, because it, it kind of um, COVID changed everything I had planned, which worked out well because I was super resistant to doing online. I'm like, I don't want to do online. I just want to do in person. That's how I trained. And you know, I'm, I thought I would find it really hard, but I absolutely love it now. So now just this, like, as I said, just yesterday, um, I held my first in-person event of this year. So last year at the start of the year, I was doing in-person only, and I was doing one-on-one and groups. Um, and then lockdown happened and I was groups um, and now I'm back to doing um, offering both as well. So whereas before I would just offer in-person, but now I the world that come and do it online um and they're like what are you doing when lockdowns kind of calm down a bit are you still going to be doing it online I'm like yes so yeah a couple classes online and then I'll just do a couple um of events each month so that's how it'll kind of work from and then just go from there that sounds fun yeah I have done a couple sessions online and Mm -hmm. it's um, so I've only done the one session in person and everything else I've been doing is online. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of get back on your site and kind of look at some of those offerings that you have to be able to do breath work with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd love that. Come, you should come to the classes. They're, yeah. they're good fun. So when you're doing individual sessions, do you, do people come like continuously or do they just do like one session or how does that work? Um, I honestly, the way I offer it is I just say to them, just come when you feel that you need to come. It's not like set in stone or, you know, there's no kind of way to do it. I just say when you feel like it. And I think that's, that's just how I put it forward to people. I personally like to try and do my own breath work, like big session, not the daily ones, but like a big session once a week as like an exfoliation to just kind of clear the space like I did I did my own session this morning online so one of my friends in Ireland held space for me online so you know and then that just is such an amazing way for the rest of my week um and that's how I like to do it but you know I have an online community who breathe with me three times a week so some people nice. some people use it as their meditation you know because they can or don't want to meditate and just do it by themselves they want to be guided or they want to be in a group um some people do it once in a blue moon some people only want in person some people only want online so it's just accommodating for you know what people um in the community kind of need or want I guess yeah yeah that sounds awesome so Mm. how has breath work changed you oh like so many ways just Um, I think the main things, like I said at the start, those kind of three things, like the first thing is probably connecting with my inner child. So knowing where she needed to be seen and heard by my parents. Um, My mom and dad separated when I was maybe six years old. 
Um, and I didn't realize how much that affected my life and my relationships um, as I grew up. So breathwork kind of really took me back to that place where, you know, I saw so many visions of myself, like sitting, trying to kind of make myself like look really good and really pretty just so I could go to my dad and be like, Hey, I can't sleep. And maybe he'd accept me more if I kind of, you know, made myself look that way. Um, knowing how I always like wanted and kind of needed his attention because he was never there and all this, you know, that's how we are the person we are today, kind of going back and looking at that. Um, and the breath just really showed me, um, how my inner child was now in my life so it's like oh hey you are this way because of this situation but if I went back and healed her and be like you know it's okay like you were okay in that situation I'm here for you I can see you I can hear you and you can really heal that part and that allows you to just address it in you know your day-to-day -day life is like is this me being triggered or is it my inner child yeah. being triggered you know so that was definitely one thing so just I guess how I reacted to situations um, definitely a lot about that related a lot about my self-love and self-worth um, just from always, you know, we all do it, the, just the love that we crave from whatever parent it was at the time. Um, and the second thing was my boundaries. So creating boundaries around family members, you know, a lot of people would say to me, well, it's and being Scottish and families, you know, it's, it's important for everyone, but it's just a really strong kind of blood thing. Um, like your family's blood and they're really important to you. And it came through me in the breath. And it's like, if they're not supporting you or they're not with you on the journey, it's okay to cut them off. Like, you do this with other people in your life. So who made up this rule that you have to have, you have to be close to family members. So that was huge for me. Um, so that was one of the main things. And when I started putting up boundaries with my family, my life just got immediately so much better. Um, so that was kind of the second thing the breath showed me. Um, and the other things were probably more around just like trusting myself and being more confident and just trusting like the flow of life, like just knowing you're always supported um, and whatever is happening is, you know, it's a lesson or it's a way for you to kind of move forward, you know, in whatever way you're going, like just really trusting. So it definitely, in terms of like trauma, it definitely helped um, a lot with that and just really opening up my heart space. So when I did it, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced like the claw hands. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when I first did my session, mines were like this, like this. Um, and I, I remember lying there being like, I must be bleeding. Am I bleeding? Like, are my hands bleeding? Like, have I hurt my nails? Because they were so sore. Um so just knowing that obviously our arms are like an extension of our heart space. So just continuously like going into my heart space and trying to let it go and, and trying to really open up like the back of my heart and, you know, and then that's connected to using my voice. So using my voice. Um, yeah. So that's the kind of trauma stuff. And then physically, like I had, um, and this relates to the, the heart work. I had like a forearm injury for about five years as a sports coach and my arms, my, my forearms used to just blow up. So they would, anytime I was doing some sort of training or holding weights, they would just go crazy. I saw so many specialists. I paid heaps of money to try and get this forearms, you know, started. I get massage reg regularly. I did one session of breath work, my forearms and my fist blew up. I realized it was to do with my heart space, started working wow. on my heart space. And I've never, ever had this bloody forearm injury, you know, cause it was trapped energy. So energy around my shoulders my neck my arms so in terms of physical stuff that was just a huge you know a huge release um, and especially stuff around um like my tummy as well just the energy and emotions we hold in our belly like that just changed shape um so yeah it was so so many things changed yeah there's definitely listen and as I do a session every single time there's always something else and the other thing that um it actually came through in this morning's breath work that I just did um 
my grandma was like a second mum to us. So my mum was obviously a single parent um, and my grandma helped bring us up as well. So I was extremely close to her. So she was like a mother figure to me as well, more than a grandma. And she passed away maybe five years ago now. And every time I do breath work, I pretty much comes through to me or I will like feel her presence um, and I always still grieve her so I still bawl and cry my eyes out and I just cry and cry and cry and I let myself and it always comes through it's like no matter if you're grieving a week later a year later a month 10 years later it's okay to still grieve someone um, so I just find that really powerful as well. I'd use it um, as a time to really grieve because just because I didn't grieve properly at the time that she passed away, like I didn't use that time to, to really sit in the sadness and the loss of like a mother figure, which came through in my breath. It's like, you didn't lose your, your grandma, you lost a mum. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so grieving was super powerful so every session I'm still you know going through that grief but it's it's very lovely um like I said you feel really held when you're you're doing the breath because it's your breath (laughs) yes I think that that is probably one of the biggest things that I've experienced is that every single session I do I feel like I'm on this like Tempur-Pedic pillow that I'm just my body is encased in it and everything Mm -hmm. is just supported. My legs are supported. My arms are supported. Like nothing hurts. Like I feel held, like held by the ground, held by whatever Mm -hmm. I'm on. And I I must say that that's something that I have never felt before. Um, Mm. And so it's been like, I am just, I think just as excited as you are. I love to see that two years from that point, you're still like the, you know, the energy that comes from you just by talking about it is just like, (sighs) (laughs) yeah, I just, I love it, you know? And I just think like, as much as I want them to, I just think everyone should do it and everyone should try it. And, you know, it's, um, I just want to share it so much with everyone because it's, it's really changed my life. Um, and it's just, it's a tool, like it's in your body, you know, it's not something you have to kind of go out there and grab, like you can just do it yourself, but yeah, it's, it's pretty life-changing stuff. So, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, when I'm talking to people, like I'm, I'm wanting to talk to people who are doing this heart centered work, like doing Mm. their purpose or living their dharma and would you say that you are now yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah did you would you say that you were before you found breathless um I'd say like I absolutely loved being a sports coach but I think my thing when I was coaching I still really wanted to help people so I would never go into coaching being like this is the class and this is what we're doing I'd kind of be like how was your day what have you been up to? And I'd like really listen and kind of be there for them. So I knew I always wanted to take that step further. Um, And with sports coaching, I never wanted to expand it. I was really happy with just where I was and what I was doing. There was nothing where I wanted to grow. Whereas in breath work, I'm like, who does not know about breath work and how can I tell them, (laughs) you know, like I want everyone to know about it and make it really accessible to everyone. Um, And I'm always looking for new ways to, to kind of put it out there, whether it's like online or, you know, collaborating with groups or um, that are in Scotland, because it's not in Scotland yet either. So just trying to, you know, (laughs) making sure that everyone knows about breathwork, right? Like normal for people as well so making it a thing that um you know it's it's my kind of mission is to make sure that anyone can do it no matter like how you spend your day or your weekend like you know I think there's this kind of certain stigma around it that you have to be which is totally fine if you are but you know you have to be vegan or you have to dress a certain way or you have to be experienced in meditation it's like no anyone like anyone if they're open to it, can come and do this if they want to, you know, it's just, so that was kind of my mission to do that. And this is why I use my 
the community I had in coaching to come and like try the the breath work and then yeah just let them tell people and their experience and that's just what happened it's it's so beautiful to watch just like soon as their friends like telling friends like last night was the first class and I had a whole group of brand new people beginners and they're all like messaging their friends and like you have to try this (laughs) you know so it's just it's and I did the same thing I was like oh my god like everyone has to try this (laughs) me too that's what I've been telling everyone oh my gosh I'm going through this training but you have to do this like it's phenomenal like mind-blowing nothing I've Mm. ever experienced before yeah yeah so you started a podcast. Did you start that podcast like right when you got back from training also? No, that podcast is only maybe a couple of months old. I think it's not that. Um, and this is, again, it's like, okay, how else can I share breath work <laughs> right. with people? You know, so I thought um, I'd start a podcast and I just got on a bunch of people that is, have done breath work, that, that teach breath work, that know about breath work, that... I think every single person that's on been on my show so far have all done breathwork sessions. So I make sure I ask in every session um, to maybe share a bit about their experience to do with breathwork. Um, because I feel like people learn through stories. Um, you know, that's how I learn. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to other people's stories. Um, and I love learning more about like breathwork and plant medicines and Reiki and just everything, you know, everything to do with healing and making yourself a better human. I love listening to it. So, um, yeah, and people are enjoying it and they're, you know, they're learning more about it too. So it's, it's really lovely. And, and I just want to keep it like a casual show, having a chat, you know, yeah. like you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's the name of your podcast? And we'll, we'll post it down in the, in oh, the show thank notes. You. What's, what's the name of yeah. it? It's just the Siobhan Lou show. So really easy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So we'll post that. Okay. So speaking of plant medicine, cause I've also been following you, you are, um, a facilitator with yeah. cacao. Yeah. Right? That's Am right. I saying it right? So, yeah, cacao. yeah. Okay. So, um, my wife and I are, are like on the keto journey, but we often see cacao and we have no idea how to use it. So I was telling her that I'm going to be talking to you and she's like, you've got to ask her like, Tell me about cacao. Did yeah, I breathe so, on you? Oh, yeah, that's all right. Was that so just to tell you about cacao? Yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah. Tell me how do we use it? Why is it important? Like, why do you love it so much? Like, I know, I'm very obsessed with it. <laughs> um, so I got introduced to, I actually, it was funny because when I did David Elliott's course, all I heard was people talking about like mama cacao, the cacao spirit, cacao. And I feel like, you know, I always say you, the universe will just give you little hints and they'll get bigger. Uh-huh. And, bigger. <laughs> um, and then the second one was one of the girls I really connected with Cassidy on the course. She was a cacao, Keith's cacao facilitator. And she was emailing me about it and what it is and what it does. And I saw her kind of um, posting a lot about it. And then one day she just emailed me. She's like, look, you just have to try this. Just go and order a block. I think you're going to really love it and resonate with it. Um, And I was like, okay. So I just did it. There was no like question about it um, because I just really clicked with her on the course. So, and she's, she's very intuitive, does breath work. So I just thought, okay, well, she just clearly knows that I'll love it. She was right. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I ordered it, got my first block. um, And I, the first session I did was like a, so you get a daily dose and a ceremonial dose. So similar to breath work, you have like daily breath work practices and kind of like the big class session. So the first session I did was the, the bigger dose, the ceremonial dose. And I drank it with my partner and we kind of, you know, set it up as if we were setting up breath work. So we kind of like cleansed and saged our space. We had and we, yeah, we just set up the cacao and we were, you know, you really set an intention, whisper it into the cup and you kind of sit there with it. Um, and just, you know, just kind of listening to the body because it really helps with that deep inner work. But I, 
I had the cup and then I, I sat in a meditation and I just, it'll kind of give you a calling of where you need to go if you listen. So Tom, my partner, he's like, I need to move. Like, I just need to go do something. I need to move. I just need to move this energy. Whereas I was like, well, I feel like I need to go inwards. I just want to sit in meditation. Um, so I sat and listened to um, some meditative music and I just bawled my eyes out, like cried and cried and cried. And normally it's only breath work these days that will kind of really make me like ugly cry. I'll cry normally, right. but like ugly crying, like. <laughs> just sitting in meditation. So after this um, ceremonial dose of just crying, I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> how is this so similar to the feelings of breath work? Um, and then I combined it with, so then I started taking the daily dose of it and, you know, it kind of went through me, like just whoosh, like every single day, I was just so on top of everything. So when I normally have coffee, I was like a real coffee kind of snob. Anyway, I would kind of drink the coffee and then maybe just dip during the day. So like that kind of nervous system spike and then I come back down. Whereas cacao, I would just be like on all day, but in a really like nice, energetic, loving, open way. I would just be, my creativity would just be kind of through the roof. That's how my podcast came through to me was when I was drinking cacao. Um, I would just be nonstop um, creating and doing things. Um, my meditations would be a lot deeper. I'd start to visualize more things, which wasn't normal for me during meditation. Um, breath work, I dropped in so much deeper, so much faster. Um, and then similar with breath work, I was like, I have to find out more about this medicine. And I did my course and it was luckily it was online because of lockdown. Um, and then I started studying about this plant medicine and where it came from and, and how it's kind of, you know, working with the body inwards. Um, and yeah, and I've been drinking it every single day. I think it's the past six months now, maybe longer. Um, and again, that's just kind of taken it to like, it's like the cher the cherry on top for breath work for me. Like I had it this morning during my session and sorry, well, prior to my session. And it was, um, yeah, it was really, really, really different to, I can now feel the difference when I You froze on me. <laughs> oh. Just for a hot second. Yeah, that's all right. I was just saying um, I can feel the difference like when I don't have cacao when I do have it and I prefer myself when I do have it. So <laughs> so what, what would you suggest for people who are new to it, who have never had it, who don't know anything about it, who are listening to you explain it and we're like, yes, like I have to try this. So what would you suggest that they do? Yeah, I just think, um, again, I've like, I think I've got three or four podcasts that I talk about cacao. And I also talk about, I talk with um, my teacher who, who was teaching me about cacao. And I, I was, um, I actually spoke to the CEO of Keys Cacao on my podcast as well. So I'd suggest listening to them. And if anything they say resonates, then go for it. And if it doesn't, that's okay. Um, but yeah, you can definitely order. I mean, you've, obviously you order the block the block straight from Guatemala so it's like the pure ceremonial grade cacao um and you just yeah order it from there I send out emails every single time someone orders it so I'm like email me and I kind of give them like instructions on how to make it and how to sit with it okay um and how to set an intention it's very similar for me to like making my coffee but you're just making cacao um, you can't have it with caffeine because it kind of ruins the effects of what the cacao is doing with the inner work. So I no longer drink coffee. Um, but yeah, with cacao, you would just order the block. I'd send you an email on how to work with it, um, make it at home. And then you just sit with it, set an intention and you sip and you just listen to your body and listen to what comes through for you. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how long does a block last? Um, for me, it's just probably just over two weeks. So that's like 28 grams a day. 
and you don't have to have it every day. My friend Anna, um, who's also also been on my podcast, she has hers like once a week, once every two weeks. Um, for me, I just really enjoy how I feel having it every day. Um, and I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. So it's, it's, and it's a case of listening, you know, just really listening to your body. When do you need it? How much do you need? Some people need less than the daily dose. Like some people can find it has a really strong effect on their body in terms of energy um, and feeling really open. And that might be overwhelming for some people. Um, some people find they might need a little bit more. Um, so yeah, it's just a case of sitting and listening to what your body wants and needs and yeah. And just being open to it. Cool. But it's, it's, it's good fun. <laughs> I think I might try it. So yeah. yeah. And I think I look on your site and you have, um, like a little discount or something that's on yeah. your I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, so you can click like the link in my bio and it'll just take you straight to the the like straight to the Kiss Kakao website, including my discount code on there. So yeah. But yeah, let me know if you get it and I'll I'll send you the email on how to, yeah, and what to do with it. I definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna click on it. I wanted to talk to you because I was like, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't listened to all your podcasts, but I've listened to several. And so I did watch, I know on Insta, um, maybe you have a post that's really recent showing how you make it, or maybe it was one probably. of the videos on there. <laughs> I probably yeah. do. But yeah, I think episode seven with Nicole, she's a really, she was my teacher. I'd recommend listening okay. to that one. Um, she has really cool stories about cacao and yeah, she's, she'd be a good show to listen to. Yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so exciting talking to you. Is there anything else <laughs> that um, you want to share? Um, I, I just, at, at the end of like conversations or shows, I just like to say to people, like if anything resonates, you know, if you want to try breathwork or cacao. And like I said, it's so new to people, especially in Australia, like just reach out and ask, you know, like I'm, I spend most of my time answering a lot of questions from people. This is why I put out the podcast. I try and put out as much information as I can on my Instagram um, just to keep people informed as to what it is. Um, but if you feel like this is like a little nudge or you're meant to listen to the show or our conversation, um, yeah, then just jump in and try it, you know? And for people yeah. that are like, oh, I'm nervous. Um, I also say it's your breath, like it's on your side and it's never going to give you anything that you're not ready for. Um, yeah. And I've learned, learned that over facilitating people. So, you know, everyone's like. like go. <laughs> I think that one of the things that I'm excited about the most is just holding space for people. Um, you know, like I said, I've been teaching mm. yoga for a long time and doing, you know, lots of workshops where we talk about really authentic, vulnerable things and holding that space for people, is, you know, also in Reiki and, and I do coaching has been like one of the most humbling rewarding experiences but mm. in a practice like breath work where it is so for me it's you know and again this is just my experience and I've not gone through training but every time I do it it's so powerful mm -hmm. and so I feel like holding holding that kind of powerful space for people mm. is I'm so excited I mean it almost makes me want to cry yeah because really like yeah, because I know that experience that I had, like, and, and you know, it's exactly what you said, like you're you, it's you and your breath, it's you mm -hmm. and your breath in your body, and you can mm -hmm. control that. And so mm -hmm. I find that to be so empowering also. Mm -hmm. um, and just such a, a connection with that healing part of things that come up that you are almost stepping into this mind-blowing you know space where things just connect like they've never connected before so yeah it's I'm so good so excited I hope that we can stay in touch through my training so that I can yes please do please feel free to reach out anytime yes. um I've had a few people reach out that have watched my videos and I'm like oh I don't want to spoil it for you you're just gonna have the most <laughs> life-changing experience 
Um, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it's it. really cool. And you'll need to let me know when you're like doing, are you going to do classes online? I think so. Like I'm doing mm. yoga classes online already. So mm. yeah, I probably will. And I have a small yoga studio in my backyard. And so oh, amazing. I'm so excited that when we get to that point where we can, you know, be in person again, that I will be able to have like really small, intimate um, groups in, in that yeah. space too. But For sure. just, and you do Reiki as well. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because I was thinking, I always, it's something I'd love to like dive into as well, because I feel like that with breath work would be next level. That would be like yeah. a Karen breath work, you know, it would just add like a cherry on the top of it. So that would yeah. be so powerful. Wow. I, I feel like the Reiki though is still, um, you know, when I, when I do Reiki with someone, it's still, you know, me more channeling that universal mm. energy and yeah. the person that I'm doing Reiki on is coming to me for that I feel like breath work is like you coming to you for it you know it's yeah like, it's like, true yeah it's, yeah it's like that ultimate like you are your own healer like mm -hmm. in all aspects and so that is what I'm really excited about so it's yeah. interesting because I'm like seeing a flip-flop where you're kind of maybe seeing it the other way but it's yeah, well, I don't, this is the thing, I don't know enough about Reiki to say it, but if I knew more about it, um, it's just always that, it, it was like the cacao thing, the Reiki thing just keeps like, just oh. coming in, but not too much for me to be like, okay, I need to do some training, but it's there, I know I can, it's, I can feel it there, um, but I don't, I think if I understood how it worked a bit better, um, you know, then I'd probably have my own way of, of looking at it, I yeah. just, in my head, I just think, oh, that could be quite powerful, you know, but maybe the work doesn't go together. So who knows? I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know. Um, yeah. Okay. So I have some other questions for you. Yeah, go um, for it. What did, what was your biggest lesson from 2020? Um, oh, my biggest lesson. See, 2020 was like an incredible year for me. It was a really good year. Um, and I'm very good at kind of just adapting and going with the flow. So I that yeah yeah nice. just adapt go with adapt. the flow. Um, nice. Yeah. So yeah. I I almost feel like I know the answer to this question. What is your go-to self-care ritual? Yeah, well, that's actually funny because 2020 taught me that I have way more time to actually work on myself than I thought I did. So in during lockdown, I created um, a whole hour for myself every single morning where I drink cacao. So I sit with myself with cacao. I then do some breath work, go into a guided meditation um, and then do some journaling. So I have like an hour of self-care every single day. Nice. Um, and nothing gets, you know, it's in the schedule nothing comes into that space. Um, and that just really like skyrockets my week and my day. So yeah, it's, it is, it's a whole hour of, of kind of self-care that I, I walk in, but I also try and flow into that hour. So if there's something I can't do in that hour, I don't give myself a hard time about it. Sometimes I don't want to breath work. Sometimes I don't want to meditate. Sometimes you know, I don't, there's nothing for me to journal. So I'll just, I've got a whole hour and whatever I do in that hour in terms of self-care, even if it's just sitting, that's it. As long as I've got that time to myself, it, it really helps. Um, you know, and, and when you're holding space for people, you need to be that empty vessel or it gets yes. in the way. So I find it really important um, yeah. for my work. Definitely. Um, are there any books that you are really loving this right now? um Joe Dispenza's books I'm obsessed with them um what else have I been reading um there was another meditation book and I just can't think of it yeah I think his ones right now are probably like my I just love his work and I can never read enough of it because I feel like they're just great reminders so that's probably Joe Dispenza's all of his books there's not one that's uh you know cool. <laughs> I'll have to look yeah. that up and yeah. then last question, do you have a word or an intention for 2021? 
Um, the word that came to mind was just growth. So I don't know what that is, but it came <laughs> up. Nice. <So> cool <laughs> I feel like, um, I think it was my, my boyfriend that said that, um, 2020 was the year where we're kind of planting seeds and 2021 is the year we kind of grow. So maybe it came from there. Yeah. But, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then where can people find you? Um, just everything at Siobhan Lou Breathwork. Um, and obviously my podcast is the Siobhan Lou Show. Um, on Facebook, I think I'm under um, Siobhan Breathwork Meditation Facilitator. Okay. So, yeah. So, and we'll link all the spots. And then oh, thank you. So on your, um, you have information about events that are happening and you have information on how someone can work with you one-on-one yeah okay yeah yeah absolutely okay. so and my website is siobhanlu as well.com so very easy okay. um and it's got my podcast my bookings everything, everything. <laughs> all the things everything yeah. so i'm gonna post your stuff and hopefully people like go watch um <laughs> the podcast and um the training like I love I just loved it like every day and it seemed like every day you were just like more like ah I don't even have words anymore I need I need to go back and watch them because I've actually not watched them since I did the course so I should go back and watch them yeah it will be a good refresher for me too and it'll bring me like anytime I smell like the, the David's oils um which I've got right here um, it always brings me straight back to the training and I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, um, you yeah, I, I just bought like just the spray, oh, yeah. but I, I haven't bought the oils yet. So, yeah. So I've just got, I've got like all the oils here. So like these yeah. little ones, um, and I just love them. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to use them. I'm sure I will buy them, but <laughs> yeah, I, I had yet. like, it's funny there's certain ones I've got like minimal like the open heart and the expression I'm like I just put them on all the time and I just like the smell of them you know but um yeah they're they're great I put them on for my daily meditations so cool yeah well thank you so much for having this conversation with me thanks for um, having me yes <laughs> absolutely and everyone out there um thank you for listening or watching and go go and and find her find cacao find <laughs> work and um all right thank you so much thank you okay bye everyone <laughs>Wow, that was such a great conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this podcast, like it, share it, comment. Um, you can find more of my offerings at heartcenterlove.com. You can find me on Facebook at Jennifer Martin Holistic Healing or Instagram heart underscore center underscore healing. Um, and we come back and listen to more episodes as they come up. Have a great week.